next Monday. Yeah, next episode one fifty will be our live episode. Serendipitous. You'll need to unlock your iPhone. What oh, would you okay. like to know about Jorge Dennis? <laughs> Jorge That's Dennis. going in the pre-roll. <laughs> you like that? That's what I Serendipitous is who? Who's Jorge Dennis? Jorge Dennis. Why? Hello, my friends. Thank you for joining us for the PebCAC podcast, a weekly information security show featuring some all-around good people. It is week eight of 2024. I'm Chris Louie, and happy Year of the Wood Dragon to all our listeners. What? We got to open up the year with the family. That's Year of the Dragon, and specifically the Wood Dragon. So it's like Wood Dragon, Gold Dragon, different kinds of dragons every 12 years. So this only happens every 12 years, but it's never the same dragon all those years. How often do they repeat then off of the dragon? I think there's six. So six times 12, there's every 72 years. So that we won't have another wood dragon for another 72 years. You know why there's not a lot of wood dragons? Because they why? burn up, Len. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Dad joke, right off the bat. Good job. 54 me, seconds I in. my co-host, the cloud god who uses Bruce Lee as his role model, who was also born in the year of the dragon. He's wearing yeah, his yellow so, jumpsuit right now. Uh, happy Mazel Tov. I don't know what to say to this, but yeah, good to be here, guys. <laughs> and we have Glenn Medina, or should we call him Vegas Bound Glenn or VBG? That sounds like a vagabond. It's like, what the heck? But uh, yeah, Vegas Bound heading out to our sales kickoff. FY24 should be very exciting this year. More like Viagra bound. <laughs> Bet it all on black. Yeah. <laughs> have you guys ever went and just put money down on black? I have. Yeah. Yeah, I played. Has anyone ever done there. red? Like, like I'm not saying like throughout the day and you're playing gambling, but just like walk in the casino, hundred bucks on black, and either win, lose, or you know what I mean. So are, I have are you not say, done that, Brian. You ever seen the guy that bets fifty on black, fifty on red, and it lands on double zero? Double zero. Yep, <laughs> that's the house edge right there. Yeah, like, that was. Turn you. <laughs> Should have bet on all three. No guess was this week, just us hosts. <clears throat> Combined, we have decades of information security experience out here, not just to educate, but to entertain. We've got four awesome stories for this week, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. This week, we're going to start with a correction. Talk about Americans losing a lot of money last year. For our second topic, we'll talk about Apple's new goggles. Then Trojan apps and close with Super Bowl commercial talk. You wrote Google's, Apple's new Google's. You are an idiot. Apple's new Google's. Yeah. The Google's do nothing. <laughs> my eyes, the goggles do nothing. I'm wearing my Someone right will get now. that reference. What is that reference to? <laughs> Total Recall? Simpsons, Radioactive Man. The uh, Google's do nothing. Uh, Where is Fallout Boy? I didn't get that. Can you say it again? Right off the bat, we have to issue a correction to a story we did last week. It appears Fortinet pulled an April Fool's joke on all of us, and there are indeed not 3 million infected smart toothbrushes out there in a botnet taking down Swiss websites. It looks like the source material from Fortinet was a hypothetical war game scenario that didn't actually happen, but could happen. 
The fact that so many people, including us seasoned cybersecurity professionals, believed it shows us not outside the realm of possibility. To our credit, I did say it was a boneheaded story. I think they were just trying to deflect the whole like, oh, a couple months ago we had a, a CVE that scored a perfect 10. And then recently we had another CVE that was like a an 8.7, right? You mean the one they dropped last week that was also like a 9.8 or a 10? Or maybe, oh, maybe, yeah, I think you're right. It was 9.8, not, not, not an 8.7. But yeah, oh, God. Was an like, look over here versus air. over there. Yeah. And then Pulse Secure was like, hold my beer. Let me show you what's really going on. <laughs> and then they dropped another zero day. <laughs> it's like 2024. We're six weeks in, and how many zero days have we had in these VPN appliances? Oh, God. I'm surprised at how many people are still running them. That's what scares me. It'll be interesting at RSA, see how many angry customers they get walking up to them at RSA. Do you imagine? Some of some of them are probably we're just not gonna have a booth this year. <laughs> That's what I was thinking for like Barracuda last year. I'm surprised Barracuda was at Black Hat. Like, how can you look security professionals in the eye and say you have a secure product? Can you that imagine? I, right? <laughs> if they're there, I think we should go talk to them and just ask them questions. <laughs> so, how hard Walk was it away. to 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 install that backdoor? Just like I mean, it, it was intentional, right? Like you guys purposely did that. Quit being mean. When the sixth zero day of the year dropped, when there were only three weeks in the year, what four-letter word did you choose to use? It was the starts with S and then balls. <laughs> I don't want Chris to have to beep it out, and I want our, our one listener in the world to complain about the beep. So we're going to keep it PG-13 today, team. We'll do our best. For our first topic, the numbers are in, and Americans lost a record $10 billion to fraud in 2023, according to the U.S. Federal Trade Commission, which tracks consumer losses. And again, this is reported consumer losses. The number is probably much, much higher. This reported number, though, is 14% higher than losses in the previous year, 2022. No surprise here. Investment scams, also known as pig butchering scams, ranked number one in losses at $4.6 billion or almost half of total losses. You guys both watched that movie, The Beekeeper, which was based off these types of tech support scams. What did you think? Well, you have me confused with Todd because I did not watch The Beekeeper yet. So <laughs> thanks for ruining really? it, Chris. So, okay. So only Glenn and Todd watched it. Then I thought you watched it too. I thought it was hilarious. That, that sales guy. Yeah, I could see Chef's that kiss. sales guy. Chef's yeah. kiss. That, yeah. That's exactly how software sales <laughs> operates. <laughs> Damn it. I want to uh, be part of the joke. Or am I just oh, the joke? It's hilarious. You All could right. insert any sales leader in uh, in one of those roles. And it's like, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so. it doesn't have to be software sales. It could be used cars. It could be hardware widgets. sales. But the, the fact that we know people that actually act like that just makes it all the more hilarious. Yeah. I, I have to imagine that that number is a lot bigger than $10 Because I think if I got scammed, I'm not telling nobody. I think the, the people that actually complain were dumb enough to do it. They're like, man, this is the third time they tricked me into putting money in a paper bag and leaving it at a Greasyhound bus stop. Well, that was yeah. me this past weekend. I, I put my <laughs> debit card in an ATM machine. And I, you know, I, I go there and I always pull on the machine 
Mm-hmm. And just you know, just the, the where card you reader, the critical, yeah, where it, yeah, you know, there's this, there there could be a skimmer on there, and I, I, was, I was just looking at it, it's like it didn't seem right, something was off about it, and then uh, I go insert it, I do my pin, and it said pin error, and I'm like, oh shit, here we go, like set of a beach ball, yeah, and then and the, and what did I do? Buttercup. The second I took the other debit card and I stuck it in uh, uh, ATM card, I stuck it in. You there. did not. I got the same error. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I was like, Glenn's oh. a slow learner. Then and I then saw Glenn's... that. Yeah. Then your phone blew I... up. Transaction, yeah. transaction, transaction. There's a new method, and it's not skimmers. Apparently, they put some kind of reader inside where you can't see inside of the um, the ATM machine uh, where you insert the card. And it was like, oh, God. That's like they shim it or something. It. Yeah, that's, yeah, I think it's called shimming is what it was. Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah. Did, was this not a bank-owned ATM? Like, in, like your bank? It was, yeah. It wasn't yeah. like... And what was odd is the quickie that mark bank, one. Yeah, no, no, it was it was it was a it was a well known bank. Um, <laughs> Wells Fargo, I mean, well known. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that bank, actually, the ATM machine outside had a skimmer on it about a year ago, and someone found it and then reported it to police. And I was like, "Darn it, this is terrible." Uh, so I, I've been kind of watching my my bank and change the cancel or yeah. freeze your card. Yeah. A lot of the apps now let you freeze your card. Yeah. Is there like a proximity? Like, does the does the person that's skimming do they have to be within a certain distance of the ATM? I think it saves it on the memory chip, right? On the memory, Uh, and yeah, grab it from there. Different kinds. There's the ones that save it on the SD card, and then there's the ones that save it in a local memory, and then you just have to be within Bluetooth range and then download the data. So I think a lot of gas station ones are like that, and then you'll see some weird guy in a car on a laptop. Hoovering up all your credit card data. Does that mean is that is Bluetooth still like thirty three feet? Which is total BS. I've walked like a hundred feet away from my phone and it still works. Yeah, I think I'm on like Bluetooth V five now. I think it's gotten a lot better because well, whatever Bluetooth Apple uses, because I'll have my AirPods and I'll walk all throughout the house and your not lose signal at all. The third floor, the east wing. <laughs> no kidding. The pool house. The pool house. The- the pit. <laughs> the server room. Hides. Yeah. Wine cellar. Torture room. Yeah, we are. Ball gag. <laughs> we are seeing a resurgence in crypto prices. I told you guys to invest in Bitcoin. It was under 13K and it's about 50 today. So we're going to see more of these. I think when the price of crypto skyrockets, there's a lot of FOMO. And I think you're going to see a rise in these pig butchering scams of people saying, hey, I got this hot investment. Like you see what Bitcoin did, this is going to 2x that. So invest with me. That's uh, going to be something to watch out for. Invest in the ish coins again. Should we try it? Run no, it back, boys. No, thank you. Yeah. This I'll time, if it. I do, it'll be like $10 investments. <laughs> we'll get $100. <laughs> we'll see what, how much we can win with that. So, yeah, some of them are coming back. Definitely not rallying like Bitcoin has been. She just bought about. Bitcoin. I don't know what you're talking about. Has anything about, actually come no back? Way. Yeah. I mean, they came back. Like, I saw that spell token that we invested in. Like, one day it went up like 40%, but we're still down like 80%. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on with Polly? Polly. Yeah, Polly, the Matic, Matic coin. 
But like, don't we have to like do something? I, I think I got a couple notifications. They had to like, move it off the platform. Oh, you didn't you didn't switch it? You didn't send it to the Poly Bridge? I think it might be gone. I think they closed the bridge on Jan- January thirty first. Oh, okay. No, I didn't. It's gone forever. Maybe, maybe I'll be able to swap it. I don't, I don't know. I, I sent mine off and I swapped it for Ethereum. But definitely be careful of these pig butchering scams, investment scams. We want to see this number go down. Ten billion is still a staggering number of losses for just average consumers too. For our second topic, the Apple Vision Pro has been released here in the U.S. Early reviews all seem to consistently agree that it is a very Gen 1 Apple product. The headset is really heavy. The battery life sucks. There are barely any apps available for it. I watched the WSJ review, and it seems to have a lot of promise. I personally won't be buying the V1 in this product. Maybe when they get to the size of actual glasses, like the the Google Glass. However, there are plenty of videos online of people using them while driving. So that's yet another boneheaded thing we'll have to look out for. Think about tickets associated with that. It's like, hey, these are my glasses. I don't know what you're talking about. Does that fall under distracted driving? Well, I mean, hundred percent like, falls under distracted driving. <laughs> I watched one video. Where the guy was like playing ping pong with them on, like the I guess the refresh rate's not that great. Like ninety, is it ninety hertz? Is that what it is? Is that a thing? That's what they said. They said that in the Wall Street Journal video review, they said Apple explicitly says don't do anything dangerous because what you see is might not be what's in, in real life. So someone was like cutting carrots with it, and they said you know don't don't actually do that. Cut the carrots and then put these things back on. But they the reviewer did it. And they said there's no no problem with refresh rate or re- yeah. updating in real time. It, it, I I'll be oh. go ahead. I suck at ping pong already, so to watch someone actually play ping pong <laughs> with the damn glasses on, I was kind of blown away. There, were, oh, I think there was there, a couple killer features though. There, there's one guy, right? We saw was it you, Chris, that shared a guy coming out of his his cyber truck, yeah, and doing a whole bunch of gestures, and then it was like, <laughs> what the hell is that about? So <laughs> he's working while. Autopiloting a Cybertruck. Oh, God. It's just a double whammy. So, is it true that you cannot see into these, but you can see out of them? That's why they, if it, it regenerates your eyes as if you're looking into it, if you're staring at a person that has them on? That is correct. Yes. There's a screen on the outside to mimic your eyes. And your face. I think this thing has like 24 cameras, something crazy like that. There's a lot of inward facing cameras, a lot of spatial mm. cameras. That's why they said this, this is by far. By far the best VR headset ever made, but it's like ten times the price of the Oculus. People say that the your fake eyes that are shining through, they're like they're it's hard to see. Like yeah. it's not like in the Apple ads, like it's a little dull. So And they said the avatar feature, since it can't show your face because of the camera, because these you have these things on, it recreates your face, like a caricature of your face. And I've heard it's really creepy. I know Brian's had firsthand experience with this. Yeah, well, number one, it actually worked on Zoom. Not even a FaceTime call. Like, the, the guy literally came on in Zoom, and he goes, he jokingly, he's like, yeah, I know, I look like a corpse. Like, he really did. <laughs> but it was, it was there. It was working. It doesn't take into account, like, like... old woman from Tales from the Crypt. Right. Oh, my God. Oh, that was such a great show. Remember Tales from the Hood? No? Oh, no. Oh, man. There Probably was... a uh, different genre movie 
Prime. Oh man, no, there was it was a banger. Tales, I gotta Google this one for you guys real quick. Tales from the Hood, Spice One. It was Born to Die. That song, woo! If you wanted a song to get ready to go fight, or you wanted to get a song to like go lift some weights, dunk a ball, shoot. Actually, you know what? The next time I get ready to go do like a crazy workout, I'm gonna listen to that song. That song was freaking nice. I gotta listen to it right now. I'll be right back. I'm just kidding. So <laughs> you're welcome, Brian. So are, All right, hey, back to Chris Zoom. Is, back to Zoom. So Chris is not buying one. Deech, you buying one? No, I think it's like the fall of society. I will say that you know there is a killer feature, and that I think that the one thing that would probably make me actually buy it, and I think I would only use it in the office, is like when you or you connect it to your Apple or to your MacBook, the screen goes dark. And then you can basically maximize the screen to any size that you want. And then yeah, you can, you, you can know, look like pan left and right and have multiple wall. Yeah. Your monitor. Yeah. Like that would that be, was, that was a pretty cool feature. And then you also still get to be like, you can use the on screen uh, keyboard, which isn't perfect, but you can use the keyboard on your computer or the mouse and like it will work and it will go, it will even go across your MacBook to the native, uh, you know, Vision Pro apps like that could be really freaking useful, especially like on a plane, which would be insane to wear that. But like, like I don't know. Between oh, and that was the other thing. So if you if you can see people's eyes, but if you go in full immersion, then it does like this gloss over, whereas this this blue, which means to the person looking at you, they know that you can't really see them because like you're like in this three D world entirely. Now, if someone comes up close enough to you, they kind of like you know morph into your screen but it's kind of a it's like it's it's definitely different that's for sure i don't think i'd ever want to go in full immersion unless i knew i was by myself because the amount of things that i would do to someone that was in full immersion to mess with them yeah just yeah. to mess with them oh dude it'll yeah. be too much fun too easy <laughs> i can't wait to see someone walking around the office with one of these things on and like trip them or something <laughs> but the, I, I think it's the cost the barrier for me is the cost yeah, it feels like a thousand dollars. Like, yeah, but thirty five hundred dollars—that's like a that's like a MacBook Pro on steroids, right? I mean, yeah, something yeah, that really can compute. That's probably how much I paid for my almost maxed out MacBook Pro. I got a lot Mac of utility out of that too. Yeah, so I don't know. Like, I'm just the, I, I think it's the price for me. Yeah, the price is is it's a lot. Yeah. I think they said if you if you do the Apple Card, no interest financing. I think it's like two fifty a month. That's the price For of a, a used car. That's the price of a cheap car. No, that's not true. anymore, buddy. That's <laughs> hey hey. Back Maybe when we not used to buy the type cheap of car cars. that you buy, but it's definitely the type of car that I buy. <laughs> All right, Glenn, no, go out and buy a thirty five hundred dollars car. Go buy a thirty five hundred dollars car. Like I I remember doing that. Five years. Wait, let me think about that. Seven years ago, that was a pretty decent car. Not anymore. That thing is a hunk yeah. of crap. Well, I, I was just thinking, like you know, maybe five years ago, pre-COVID, you can get like one of those Prius little C's, the little compacts for like one ninety nine a month, right? It oh, little they tell you it was like sixty months, right, or seventy two months. But I remember yeah. when you get one of those little Fiat Electrics for ninety nine dollars a month, you could lease yeah. them. Yeah. So not anymore. Probably not. Dude, my kids would never in a million years be able to lease a vehicle. This so but all right, two things. 
Number one, I got an oil change on my truck today. How much do you think that cost? On your cyber truck? Your truck? <laughs> yeah, my truck. The Bronco <laughs> Raptor. Yeah. Eight hundred dollars. No, probably two fifty. Twenty four ninety five. Don't ask me why. That was just wild. From the dealership uh, or from a twenty four dollars or twenty two thousand four hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Both are within reason. Yeah, no, twenty four dollars ninety five cents. It was like a sale <laughs> for some reason. I have no idea. It dealership was, uh, or dealership? No, no, I went to Big O Tire. I, I yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you see use full synthetic or is it just the off the shelf? So oddly enough, it was a synthetic blend. For the the factory actually called for a synthetic blend, which is weird. I mean, it wasn't mm. full synthetic. That's the other reason. But anyways, going back to my kids, my son, he's like an anomaly. Maybe he could lease a vehicle. He only drove four hundred and forty eight miles in January. But my one daughter drove fourteen hundred seventy two miles, and then my other daughter <laughs> drove sixteen twenty two in a month. Wow. They man, they're they're in the in the vehicles all the damn time. So it's not. Hey, that let's, they let's take a step back here. Cost. Wait, wait a yeah. minute. I think I think we missed something here. So Brian is always calling Glenn and I out for not doing manly stuff. So Brian, the cloud god, does not change his own motor oil on a truck where you could literally slide under and pop the the oil plug out. So can't can't number. Let me ask you this: Can I buy an oil oil filter and oil for twenty four ninety five? Yeah. No, you. Can't. I haven't had to change my oil for the last seven years. Quarts. I don't know what oil seven prices quarts. are. There, it's impossible to do. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna rephrase this question for you. So uh, these quickie lube oil change shops, whatever, right? Low salary. I've seen them pop bolts off and tighten bolts with an air drill. Like no way are these guys touching or cross thread the oil oil plug. It's like, no, nah, I don't want these guys touching touching that, right? So, I, sure. I, I, too, have experienced that. But uh, fortunately for this one, my, my brother-in-law has been running this particular one for 20 years. So when my vehicle shows Well, that's up, a different story. It's, it's yeah, a you get the friends and family discount there. That's yeah, different, that's Brian. But when nope. you see him go underneath your car and go... And you're like, hey. Hey, now. Hey, now. That's always a weird one, right? Because I remember one time we had this old van and... Someone cross-threaded it. It didn't leak until I went and get the second oil or the follow-up oil change. And they're like, "Well, you know, you got to take it back to the other place." Well, I'm like, "How the hell am I going to do it? This thing's leaking oil everywhere." <laughs> they're like, "Well, yeah. we could rethread it. We got to spend all this money." I'm like, oh, "All right, I'm not going to go for the cheapest oil thing pan. anymore." Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the dealership would have been seventy-nine bucks. So, yeah. All right, yeah. so you're doing it from a frugality person, but still, another man touched your truck, Brian. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing it. Not for that. <laughs> Plus, I don't know where to put the oil. Like, I, like now I got to take it. What's that? You go in the engine bay. There's a little cap on it that says oil. You turn no, no. What do you do with the old oil assholes? <laughs> you can't just throw it away. You got to take it somewhere to have you, it properly disposed. You take it back to the yeah, take it to store Napa where Auto you parts, bought the oil. Riley Oil. They they yeah. all. I think by law they all have to accept. They recycle. Yeah. Again, they all you know, recycle oil. It's a lot of time wasted. <laughs> and some of them, if you call the local, the people who pick up your garbage, they'll drop off a milk jug or two so that way you can put it back in there and then put it with your garbage outside and they'll take it away for you. I'll find out about that. That's actually pretty yeah. cool because I actually have yeah. oil from the uh, the razor that I, I, like I changed that one because that was just real easy, but I'm like, I don't know what to do with this oil. It's got this You paint your fence oil. with it? <laughs> Lots of good stuff you could do with it. <laughs> well, you know what's funny? Like that, That's like a it. good... 
if you mix old oil with diesel fuel, it is good for uh, like weatherproofing. Like, yeah. Yeah. You That's say for your soul? Method. Yeah, so creosol, creosol, <laughs> something like creosol. Yeah. That's what they used to. Yeah, that's that's definitely an old. That's not pressure wood. treating. What's that called when you do that for wood? I guess it. You know what I'm talking about? No, yeah, it's not PT because <laughs> yeah. you're not pressurizing it. Yeah, but yeah. and that's the old way of doing it. Like so, when they chemical treatment back yeah. in the day, they would yeah. soak wood in in that. Yeah, and that stuff would last a hundred years. So again, we are recording a podcast, guys, on the vision. Apple Pros. goggles being used for a mechanic. It, it's it. It's sort of like the HoloLens. I remember the demo of the HoloLens as this guy's building a motorcycle. He can overlay where this fender needs to go. He can see exactly which bolts he needs and where they go. And I can imagine the Vision Pro being used for productivity reasons. You're Just almost being like data. Tony Stark, right? That's like pretty cool. Like Jarvis. Yeah, Jarvis. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I'm with Chris, yeah, though. Maybe once they, at that point. Once they get to the point where they can work like glasses, I'm, I think I'm in. I got to experience. Yeah. I want to try them on. I want to see what it's like to to have that. I mean, because like on the video that you watch, you're like, oh, yeah, like it's a massive screen. But the reality is, it's like it's a half an inch away from your eyeball, but it's looking like that. That's got to be incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, totally. I tell you what. Experience. You come to the Apple store in San Francisco, you just put them on and just walk out. No one's going to stop you. So sure. you can try that. Yeah, that or Berkeley or Oakland, one of those places. That you is that is because my stature, Glenn? I'm so intimidating. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, it's because they're they're not stopping like anyone a, from taking away. Taking like a skinny off short guy, he stuffed 50 iPhones in his pants, walked out, yeah. walked right past the cop car. Didn't even have a getaway driver. He just double parked his Kia, probably stolen. <laughs> He's probably a Kia boy. Just drove off with a cop car in front of the store. <laughs> That's what's so amazing. My wife was watching a video earlier of some dude uh, going in like a Walgreens and this uh, an, in it, like a regular old stand like you know citizen just like stops him and like takes him to the ground. He's like he's like put the chocolates down. He's and the guy's like fighting him. He's like he's like I don't give an f. He's like I'm not an employee. You can't be stealing from here. And then he, the Walgreens employees kicked him out. Not the Aww. not the dude that was stealing the guy that was protecting That's the Samaritan. Yeah. Terrible. That's yeah. Terrible. That that was definitely not in California because in California you would get charged for assaulting the thief. That yeah. was definitely in California. <laughs> it was probably why they kicked the guy out of the store. <laughs> dude, we're gonna save you right now. It's just not yeah. worth it. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, we're going right. to RSA. It should be fun. So we'll what's the verdict? Out. After you get it, you I mean, version two, version three, you may be in after it costs $10,000 because they've raised the price. I mean... No, it's got to come I'm more down. of the form factor, yeah. Price has to come down and the form factor has to shrink. At yeah. what point do you spend the money? Forget monthly payments because we're not doing that. At what point do you say that's that's affordable? It's got like to be. It's got more apps. Yeah. yeah, even the V1 version, I'd pay like... Uh, 1700 maybe 2000 in its current state i mean you're talking to the guy that also bought you're talking to the guy that also bought you know like several ipad pros right and justifies that it's for work right so i mean i don't mind spending the money it's got to have some value to it that i think that's an intrinsic that i'll be able to use and i do use the heck out of my ipads so yeah same i spent a lot of money on this macbook but i use it 16 hours a day every day yeah 
okay, 16 hours a day, you're just driving your daughter to swim practice. I'm sure you can take it with you. <laughs> I did take it with me. I was doing work on it during swim class. <laughs> Funny you should mention that, Brian. So if I could justify it, that I could use it as a work expense, not have work pay for it, but just like be able to use it as like a write-off at the end of the year. Even then, I'm still like, I don't know, man. That's a lot of money. Because, I mean, that's not four grand off the top, right? Like, that's a fraction of what you're actually paying as a write-off. Yeah, I Plus guess tax. And I would have to buy the glasses insert, too. Why is that? Oh, because you can't. I can't see without. I'd have to wear contacts all the time. You four-eyed no. freak. It'd be cool. It would like self-magnify, so you don't have to worry about. I that, know so. So that would be cool. Self-correcting, right? It, it would yeah. adjust the cameras for you, and you wouldn't have to wear yeah. glasses anymore. See, I could yeah. see that. Like, if you get the glasses form factor, and then auto adjusts it for you, like you don't need. Like anyone could put it on. It's not prescription specific. Like, that doesn't have that, audio that with it cool. too, does it? You still have to have your own audio built inside there. No, it has audio. It, it has it has audio. But if yeah. you want privacy, like if you don't want everyone hearing your Zoom call, then then you need AirPods. Oh, that's stupid. Right. Why not just build AirPods? <clears throat> How about this? Because, go ahead. I was gonna say because Glenn, it would cost two hundred dollars more if they built AirPods into this thing. Ugh, that just makes me not want to buy the product at all. It's like, come on, you give me eyes and you give me speakers for that. I'm like, I don't want to see speakers. I want to see. I want to put this Chris, thing like an air, like an air Glenn's max, right? I want a full haptic suit, please. That's right. Included with this purchase. <laughs> that haptic feedback. Full Kick me in the nuts and, and, t- and, and steal my wallet at the same time, right? So that way I know at least you you were ripping me off. With would the you, omnidirectional treadmill. Would you yeah. actually, like, let's say you had like a haptic thing and you were playing like, I don't know, Warzone, some crazy game. And if somebody actually did kick you in the balls, would you want to actually feel that pain? Like you want to be that real? I don't know. I want it to be immersive. I think that'd be cool. You guys have watched Ready Player One, right? And you kind of see yeah. that. It kind of looks like that as well. I, like I, I would need would be cheat cool. codes though, because all yeah. these teenagers would just be like beating the crap out of me all the time. <laughs> I don't know. Like the other day, I was getting on my truck, and I, well, I shouldn't say getting out, getting in, and I sat on one of my nuts. Ugh. I was in pain. I thought I was going to fall You're over, small. man. Oh, geez. Like, it was terrible. The nuts Edit from that. the engine Edit that, that you were out. working on? Or just... <laughs> All right. Question for both of you guys. and nuts, right? That's what you're talking Moving about. Moving on. Gosh darn it. Uh, all right. So, let's say I can get you the pair of goggles from Apple for 2500 bucks, right? Or... For five thousand, no, forty nine ninety five, I can get you Neuralink. Which one do you want? God, you sound I do like not the guy on want an implant in my brain. I want something that's removable easily. <laughs> I'm taking the implant, baby. Let's go. Really? Yeah. Oh man, that's like Johnny Mnemonic over here. Yeah, it's got to be all funny until I meet up with Brian. Then I break out the Flipper Zero and I make like Rick role play in his head. No, no. I will be able to read your thoughts and everything. You'll be like, oh, I know Chris's social security number now. And just like, it's going to be bad news. But what the funny thing is, he'll he'll take out his flipper zero and start start making you do all kind of whack stuff. Yeah, I'll make you do like the moonwalk or something. So far, the only thing that he's done remotely interesting is he cloned a a hotel key. So he ain't touching the Neuralink. I'm sorry. You're giving him way too much credit. Wait, wait, wait. I thought he, I thought he cloned also his Tesla key. 
No, Tesla parts key. of it. There's parts, parts of, it. of it. Yeah, you, you can't clone the <clears throat> signal as far as I know yet. It's like the op- you can open like any charge port. You can open a charge port, but not the actual. Like, not the actual doors. car. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's some people in our company Slack that were there's saying some interesting things you could do. It like Subaru has rolling codes, so it, mm-hmm. it changes every time you click the clicker. But their definition of a rolling code is they increment the sequence number by one every time you click it. So it's very predictable Pretty. what the next code is. So you can open yeah. up a sewer, you capture someone's code, increment it by one, you can unlock their car for them. Mm-hmm. I'm more That's impressed that people actually own Subarus. <laughs> rolling code is supposed to be random. They're supposed to be entropy yeah. and make it extremely random but incrementing That's, by one is technically yeah. a rolling code but it has very yeah. very low entropy well like garage door openers some of them are supposed to be rolling codes too right so same idea like the yeah. chamberless yeah i think I, they're I, all yeah. Are, yeah. Aren't they? you want a static code for that for sure yeah no not static they are rolling codes yeah all right, two more topics. Uh, let's actually let's skip go. topic three because what? I think topic four, topic four is going to go for a bit. Okay. If we come, if we have time, we'll come back to it, Glenn. But okay. I think topic four is very we timely, so we should do it late. this week. All right, stick it, Brian. All right, for our last topic, it'll be a rotating topic every week. This week, as is our tradition every year, we're going to talk about our best and worst Super Bowl ads this year. Unfortunately, our San Francisco 49ers lost the Super Bowl in overtime due to a touchdown. All there are actually some reports that say the 49ers didn't understand the new touch the over new overtime rules. They did change it recently, and uh, yeah, I can I guess I can blame that all all I want. But we did lose. But there there were some pretty good ads this year. So what were some? What of do you mean they didn't understand it? Like that's your job. <laughs> It it changed though because the the old rules like the when Tom Brady first won it in overtime it was yeah uh, the first possession if touch first possession touchdown automatically wins that was the rule but the new rule was even first possession touchdown the other team gets an opportunity so that's why the Niners chose to receive first because they thought if they could drive a touchdown they'd automatically win but then even that being the case it it wasn't true so if they thought it about it strategically they should have received second. And that would have been more advantageous to them because they would have known if Casey scored a touchdown or a field goal and they can drive towards that. But come on, guys. No, I'm, I'm receiving that. That's, yeah, that's that's a bunch of crap, though. Right? I mean, you guys get paid to do this. M- millions of dollars. Right? You know, and they give that dude a lot of crap for missing the field goal. Like, low kick or not, that 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 defensive line, man, they, they were – they were. I think he blocked it with his elbow. Like he was up on it. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. They really. Yeah. I don't know. They blocked it. That I had not missed until that the point. Right? Punt. So yeah. yeah. Just yeah. again, just a bad luck year for us. Yeah. As in Chris would say, it was a conspiracy theory. You know, like they wanted the back to back. They want Mahomes to have another one so he can chase. You know the uh, the uh, Brady, the, the Tom goat. Brady yeah, dynasty, LeBron. and yeah, they wanted the whole Taylor Swift thing that brings in tons of ratings for the NFL. Can we talk real yeah. quick that I couldn't get logged into either FanDuel or DraftKings and thank God because every bet that I was in a place would not have happened at all. Like I would have lost. I thought for sure <laughs> Purdy was throwing a pick. Brian. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You are lucky. <laughs> I was sure Purdy with... was going to throw a pick. Two fumbles, though. Two fumbles like right off the bat. That was on each side. Unexpected. Yeah. 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 I think I, I had McCaffrey scoring a touchdown. Uh, 
forget the other ones. Yeah, I, I, I think there was about six bets I was going to play. So a couple of them were just like outlandish, right? Tails never right. fails would have got me some money though. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. So All back right. to the top. Top ads. Yeah. Top ads. Let's go. I guess we'll do top. Your favorites first. Well, I didn't. I think everything after halftime sucked. So I don't remember anything good. The only yeah. thing I remember repeatedly was the the Purdy Toyota commercial. It's like where's the where's the other American car dealerships inside here or the American car manufacturers? They had no no part Ford in this one. Yeah, Ford and GM didn't have anything, yeah. which was a surprise. I remember watching the. I don't know if this is the best. Maybe we'll call it the worst or the most questionable. I was watching the Michelob Ultra. I was like, huh? I was like, wow, this is. Uh, I don't understand it. And then my daughter's like, Dad, that's messy. I was like, oh, who the heck is yeah, messy? Lionel Messi, like, oh. yeah. Dan Marino. Yeah. Yeah, I knew Dan Marino. The other but... one? Even Bud Light was like, they tried to make a comeback from, you know, this whole issue that they had last year, but I don't think they made any strides. I, I thought it was yeah, a pretty so good I, commercial. I put that down as one of the worst ones. Bud Light, uh, I agree with Glenn. They were trying way too hard. They we're going to blow their entire budget on this thing. And even online, I saw lots of collabs with Bud Light. Like they were really, really, really trying to turn the brand around and, and push. Do you guys notice that the, at the beginning, beginning of the, the, the game or before the game, they went for a lot of tear joker, tear jerker moments, like just trying to make you feel like, Oh God, like what are they doing here? So, yeah. Yeah. I remember that was, that, that was a Super Bowl at, many maybe six or seven years ago where the joke was like i came here to watch football i didn't come here to feel and there's just lots of like emotional <laughs> commercials yeah but yeah. I, I am gonna say this one of the ones the more memorable non-impressed ones was like i said i i love i love them as a company i love their product crowdstrike i don't know what you were thinking with that commercial and you spent millions of dollars on that thing and it's like seven what? at least seven seven it was seven million for 30 seconds this yeah. year yeah yeah, and I, I didn't understand that at all. And that that goes to say, like, my friend who's not in tech was like, who the heck is CrowdStrike and what do you do? And that that, that commercial had nothing to do with what they do or, or or even what they know about you as a company, right? So, and you don't, even sell, you don't even sell the consumer market, so... It's enterprise. Yeah. Well, enterprise I mean, that's SaaS. A, it was yeah. pretty ballsy. That's like Salesforce. Do, that's like Salesforce yeah. selling it out at the Super Bowl. They're enterprise SaaS too. Like your average yeah. consumer is not going to buy Salesforce. Yeah. As soon as I saw the, 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 the joke I said you guys in the group chat was that Usher was sweating at halftime, just like the CrowdStrike marketing team sweating over the ROI of that Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, uh, you know, and, and maybe they are going after a consumer market after this. Who I knows? doubt it. Enterprise SaaS really goes down market. Like Salesforce is the SaaS company, and they've never done anything consumer. They don't really have a market for different. It, yeah, but that's different. Though, right? I mean, CrowdStrike could actually sell endpoints to as a yeah as an add-on to your own consumer, right? To your yeah. personal device, you could replace Semantic. You could replace McAfee. You could replace. Semantic ABG. doesn't even do endpoint anymore. No, Norton. Now. Sorry, Norton. I mean, yeah, on the consumer to, side, I mean. Yeah, yeah, back to Norton. Yeah. I think Norton, it'd be... McAfee, the crapware that they sell. Trend sell. I, I, maybe Trend. Yeah, Trend Micro, the one of the few that span both. Sophos. Kaspersky, Sophos. Sophos they yeah. span both. I think there's only upside for CrowdStrike going to consumer, to be honest with you. 
maybe not their entire product different, suite, but just completely different sales model, different marketing models, different support models. It, it, it'd be challenging. I don't think it'd be worth no, take it. away all I mean, the fluff. So much of the enterprise. It's, it's antivirus. It's, it, they could be the windows defender of like cool security <laughs> stuff. So I don't know. I think, I think there's but, some value in that. It's funny because when I was researching this story, I was looking at top Super Bowl ads, like every mainstream media put CrowdStrike ad at the very, very bottom. And then there's people on like CRN just praising, oh, CrowdStrike is so brave. They're so visionary. This ad campaign was so amazing. They're so forward thinking. And it's just interesting to see, you know, the mainstream media versus security people being plugged into it. Well, you know, what's really crazy is apparently some Timu website that I've never heard of has more money than God. I think they had three commercials and then a bunch of like five to 15 second spots throughout their three commercials on some crap I've never heard of. There were five total. That that was again, one rated one in the bottom, according to the mainstream media articles that that I found. I I put that in the worst. So Timu is a cheap Chinese goods marketplace. Like Amazon. Think of, yeah, like a $2 (laughs) hat or a $3 shirt. But their tagline was like, shop like a billionaire. I'm like, I don't think billionaires are buying like $2 shirts that are made in China. That, the, the message didn't resonate at all. Same ad five times. Be, people hated yeah. it. Shop like a five-year-old that just found 50 bucks. That's what it should have yeah, said. That's probably more accurate. <laughs> all right, Did so you guys my see... favorite oh, go ahead. would be, I really like the Dunkin' Donuts one, the Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Tom Brady. You know, they paid oh. $7 million dollars. To, to air it. I think they paid Affleck like ten million to do it. So that was a pretty expensive one, but I liked it. I really enjoyed that one. You think Although he convinced good. Matt Damon to do it for free while he got with JLo? <laughs> <laughs> I think Brady was so desperate to get back into the Super Bowl. This was his only way in. <laughs> the uh, we talked about it before the show, but the Arnold Schwarzenegger State Farm commercial neighbor like a good neighbor. Neighbor, That's funny. neighbor, this, this woman's neighbor. Yeah, neighbor. <laughs> and then bringing it back to Danny DeVito, the twin. You a backstabber? <laughs> I thought that was that was a good one. That was pretty good. I uh, I forget what I just were. I don't know if it was a movie that's coming out, but or something. But it was for Twisters. Do you guys remember that? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. The Twister. I don't know if it's a reboot or if it's a sequel. At so this the point who cares, but <laughs> yeah, that's all so Hollywood f- does. Yeah. So fun fact. So F5 back in the day, they were known as big IP. And the reason why is they were doing low, to, low balancing, right? So it was, you yeah. have a bunch of small IPs, but you have a big IP, right? That w- which is your virtual server. But they got the idea for the name F5 networks from the movie, the original movie Twister, because you had an F5 tornado. Right, and so that's where they got the name. It's a little fun fact. Interesting. Yeah. Today I learned, Brian. Today I learned. Yeah. Got to bring it back. You know, this is a tech podcast, boys. Going to be boring people. Hey, hey, so did you guys see a breakaway? Uh, Maybe, I don't know, maybe it was in my area, but I saw a commercial for a bail bondsman. Did you guys see that? I did not. No. No, That that, that seems very local. Yeah. (laughs) I I was like, how did a bail bondsman get, get five seconds of time? Like it was, it was yeah. crazy. There's probably like a slot right before it and they come back to break where they can sell local ads. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of what that was uh, something that Deadpool that was super clever. Rather than show like a three minute trailer, they're just like, Go watch it online, idiots. We'll save some yeah, money. I, I I put that in here as well, the Deadpool Wolverine teaser. And not just Deadpool Wolverine, but 
um, I think almost all the movie trailers says go online for the full trailer because they didn't want to spend the $7 million for another 30 seconds. And mm. you can just stream it online now just to tease people. There were a bunch of movies, right? Movie previews as well. Yeah, Deadpool Wolverine, the Wizard of Oz one, I think was another one. Mm. Who's Wolverine? Was another. Who's playing that? I'm not sure, actually. We'd have to it's go online Jackman. to watch the full trailer. Oh, you didn't watch it? Anymore, right? I, mean, I haven't watched it yet. I thought he was done, but maybe he's going to get super jacked he said again. He, he said he is. He said he wouldn't play Wolverine again, so it's most likely going to be somebody else. No, it's Hugh Jackman, according to the internet. Huh. All right, maybe he took the money. I take the money there too. Shoot, it's incredible, uh, like the... what he looked like back in the day before the Wolverine breakouts. Like he was just like the skinny little twerp, and that <laughs> he was like, oh, I've like been, uh, been on a great diet, him. not doing anything. I work out. Illegal. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The other misses for me, I would say, right before the Super Bowl, there was a menopause medicine commercial. I hate pharmaceutical commercials in general, but this one was awful. Is that Pfizer. Pfizer did one. I, it got r- highly rated in the mainstream media, but I did not care for it. I thought it was dumb. Yeah. Uh, the the Snapchat one where they're just says, use less social media, use more Snapchat. That could not have missed the mark more for me. <laughs> I, I thought that was really stupid. Yeah, I agree. Waste of money. Uh, Halo season two. I can't believe that turd of a show on Paramount got renewed for another season. I'll, I'll give it another chance. I'm like, I'm, I'm invested this far. Uh, I guess I'll continue it and see if they took the feedback from season one and turned it around. I liked it. I like season one. I don't know why. I think you probably, you didn't play the games, did you, Glenn? Mm, no. Okay, so yeah. it deviated strongly from the lore of the games, which it, I think upset ah. me. Like things like Master Chief never takes off his helmet within like the first thirty seconds of episode two, he takes off his helmet. So that was uh. a big miss for me. The romance scenes, like Master Chief is supposed to be the Spartan, trained from birth to be this ultimate warrior, yet he falls in love with this alien woman. Like that, it it doesn't line up with the lore correctly for me. Gotcha. Bunch of movies do that; they deviate from the book or the source the material. Game. Yeah. yeah. It's like Game of Thrones. Same idea with Game of Seasons 1 through 4 of Game of Thrones based on the books because George R. R. Martin wrote it. And then after that, George R. R. Martin is too busy counting his money. So D&D had to make their own material for Seasons 5 through 8. And you could see a dramatic drop-off in, in quality. Uh, and then TurboTax, you know, I think they're an evil corporation. I didn't like any of their ads. And... I think the trend overall, I think there was a lot more focus on women this year, and I chalk it up to the Taylor Swift effect that there's a lot of first-time women watching football this year because of Taylor Swift, so I think they wanted to cater to that audience, which is probably why they had menopause medicine on there and that Dove commercial about girls quitting sports. That that irritated me a lot that they panned more to Taylor Swift during parts of the show, and I was like, come on, I want to watch the game. Stop panning over there for her reaction. It's like, please stop it. So I, w- I will say, as a dad that had a fourteen-year-old daughter, well, now she's fifteen. About the you know quitting women's sp- or quitting sports, I guess I could a little bit more sympathetic to that. It is. I, like, yeah. I, I didn't say it was a bad thing, but I, I yeah. that ad ran specifically this year. I would say because of the whole Taylor Swift effect. Yeah. yeah. I was so that, so. My daughter loves Taylor Swift. Like she is all in. She's going to go to the concert coming up here in Arizona, 
And uh, so we sat down and watched the game. I'm like, Ugh, this is going to be like 2016. She's picking the wrong team here. And uh, <laughs> and I was like, you know, so she had brought a friend. And I was like, all right, who are you, yeah, who are you guys rooting for? And she's like, oh, we're going for the 49ers. I was like, really? I was like, I thought you liked Taylor Swift. She's like, I like her music, but she sucks, Dad. I'm like, all right. I'm, I'm like, I don't know why you think that, but I'm, all right, I'm down. Fewer alcohol commercials this year. Last year was the alcohol bowl because it was the first year that Bud, Budweiser didn't have a monopoly on it. But I think this year were few, way fewer. I think there was a beer commercial here and there. They had the Michelob one and a bunch of Anheuser-Busch ones just to try to turn their image around. But no, I don't think there were any hard liquor ads no, this year. No Surprising. hard liquor. Yeah, I don't remember any. So I Overall, I'm not going to lie to you, I was a little disappointed with all the commercials. So I thought they were all kind of, eh. I tuned out I, I after think the, the second half. I was like, eh, these all The suck. other theme I would say is everybody played it safe this year. They were very safe. There's nothing edgy. There's nothing I would consider controversial. I think they played it safe after, was it maybe two years? Maybe it was the 2020. There were a lot of highly controversial commercials and then with the whole Bud Light thing I think people did not want to get into that ha- being associated with their brand so I think they played it very safe this that's year which is probably right? why we got bland yeah. commercials yeah so y- but that's not you guys know right? you either hit it or don't so. just like like <clears throat> GoDaddy with Dan- Danica Patrick like remember how edgy those commercials were mm-hmm. like we don't get anything like that nowadays no <laughs> Chris I love exploiting women so not not this year. <laughs> I didn't I never said it was a good thing. I was just saying those are the That's types true. of commercials they used to do. And now everybody just plays it safe. So I, I will go on record and I will say that I think Shane Gillis is a freaking hilarious comedian. He's very I don't know, I just he's he's out there. But one of the things that kind of interesting about him is that uh he he was a frequent visitor of Joe Rogan. And they would do like a, an episode called Protect Our Parks. And every time he'd come on there, he would like sit there and drink 30 Bud Lights. And so when the the whole thing was going on, the controversy, he's like, he's like, yeah, I don't give an F. He's like, I just want to drink my Bud Lights. He's like, I don't really care. So he, uh, he kind of sticks to his guns. You know, Bud Light does a 180 on stuff. I think they sign with the UFC, blah, 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 try to, you know, redo their brand. And now Shane, who didn't turn his back on Bud Light, he's now being sponsored by them. I don't know if you guys know that. Hmm. So he's gonna be he a, a huge ambassador. Oh yeah, he's like a brand ambassador. So he was on the other day on Joe Rogan, and uh, they're they're kind of bringing it up, and you know they're they're having this conversation about him going to to Anheuser Busch and getting to see the the horses and stuff. And one of the comedians on there made a joke. They're like, oh, yeah, so when the time was rough, did they take the horses out there and shoot them? And they're all kind of laughing. <laughs> and Shane's like, he's like, he goes, that's a funny joke, but it's a very expensive one. He's like, I have no comment. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's, yeah, he's just going to, you know, I'm going to lean nice. this way. But funny, dude. But, yeah. I, 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 yeah. All right, the last comment I think I'll make on this. I don't, I don't think I said this one, but I have it here. The worst commercials, the whole washing the feet, the Jesus gets us commercials. I think that's a total waste of money. I, I, last year's and this year's, yeah, that was weird. I mean, I, I get, I guess where they're coming with it. I, I don't, I think you can do a lot more money with, I don't like what's the ROI on that. Did you, did you spend $7 million on that? And now you're going to generate 
$700 million and a lot of goodwill towards a bunch of people that actually need it? Or do you just blow $7 million and piss off a bunch now of people on, on, on yeah. tax, you know? <laughs> exactly. Has the and I think, effect. unfortunately, <laughs> I think it's the, 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 uh, the latter. Yeah. I agree. Well, we continue to get great comments about our dad joke of the week. Dad joke of the week. This week, Glenn's up. Ooh, I'm not prepared. <laughs> Liar. I, I only warned you about this yesterday. I, I did my I joke at the beginning. <laughs> What's he talking about? <laughs> We're going to have to oh, have this one. thing out. I got, I got one <laughs> for you, Glenn. I'm not editing this out. This is comedy gold, Glenn. Yeah. Uh, it's it's oh always gosh. Glenn. I know. I suck. I suck. All right. Okay. I'll bail All you right. out, buddy. I'll trade with you. There you go. I'll do it. Okay. Week. I'm going to... You guys, this will be so good because it is so, I, I, I can't act. All right. So what did Yoda say when he saw himself on a 4K TV? I know this one. I won't spoil it though. Okay. Uh, HDMI. Oh, I, can't, I, <laughs> I can't do his voice, but you get it. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Wow, nice. wow, wow. In the spirit of Kobe's joke last week, this one was actually told to me by someone I met at, at New Hire. Uh, why did the tomato blush? Be- because it no. saw the salad dressing. Oh. Uh, uh, wow, wow, wow. Good job. <laughs> All right, the two of us bailed you out, Glenn. You owe us. Yes, thank you. I'll have Go to Aztecs. That's right. All right, to wrap things up, toothbrushes are not forming a botnet yet they could be vigilant of online fraud and scams the apple vision pro is a very gen one product and like a good neighbor that's all i have for this week we hope you enjoyed this week's episode find us all on linkedin links will be in the description follow us on instagram at pebcac podcast thank you to all our listeners and subscribers who raised five stars the itunes store on spotify and left us a review we appreciate you all spreading the word to help grow the show the best way to find us is a search for the Pepcac Podcast on your favorite podcast listening app. My co-host Brian Nietzsche and Glenn Medina. I'm Chris Louie. Thanks for listening. We'll see you all next weekend. As always, have a nice day. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Have a nice day.